0: She'll make you say, "Oh my God!" God. She got the scoop on pop culture news. So grab a drink; it ain't what you think. It's Sarah and the Crew. All right, you guys. (laughs) We're back on the Hey Brage podcast And there is never a dull moment I say to AJ uh, Before we get into this interview it's so Funny because I'm in Maine as you know AJ With my entire family my mom My brother (laughs) Shmano is here My fabulous niece but it is Like you cannot get anything done we have a Dome business that is like being Built my mom's out there hammering Things finding the cat I mean it's Just never like there's never a dull Moment my niece is doing online school Next to the podcast and she wants to come on and narrate AJ it's never a dull Moment might I recommend you know going into a closed room maybe
1: get like a basement room and Say live studio recording
0: actually you know what I really should have done that I should have gone Down into one of the bedrooms but instead I'm literally in the community in room the family <laughs> Community it's room Such a bad idea but I enjoy the lighting so anyway okay well aside from that we Have a great show for you today I am so excited about this couple I don't think we've had anybody on in recent memory That has got a love story like these guys You're about to meet Michael and Alicia now, they initially met in 2013, but really their love story picked up when Michael was incarcerated. So you're going to find out why Michael was incarcerated. You're going to find out how they like had a love connection in jail and then started dating. And guess what? Because of COVID-19, he's released early from jail and now they are thrown into living together to see if their relationship will work. And AJ, I want to know what that COVID post-incarceration sex is like, girl. We were almost joking with them. Is uh, is she
1: shackling you up in the uh, some some handcuffs? He goes, no, too soon. I go, oh, okay, true.
0: Sorry, way to go there. Anyhow, so I want all your thoughts because I do have to say, in doing this, and and Alicia is a friend of the show. She's actually been on a couple years ago when she was working for a matchmaking site. When I first heard this, I thought, okay. So there is such a stigma You know with people Incarcerated in jail And then you falling In love with them How is this going to work You know And is she being smart For herself So I think their story Is is pretty interesting And you can email us Or better yet People really like to message us On social media So it's at HeyFrage on Instagram TikTok Basically everywhere Social media is It's at Andrea Lopez Comedy On IG On TikTok So message us guys After this interview Because we're kind of Thinking about following their love story Don't you think AJ Checking in with them Yeah we should do We were thinking Weekly check-ins But I think it could
1: even be You know every two weeks Just see how it's going Because you know We're going to be in quarantine For a while So we need, to, we need to see Where they're at A month down the road
0: Yeah I mean I really want to see Can they make it Because I think they have A lot of challenges And I'm not even sure If they know all their challenges yet You know
1: Oh, yeah. No, it's going to be really hard. But I think they passed the first hard test of getting the family and the friends in line because there is a lot of stigmas. So we ask them all of that. And it's, uh, you know, I always have
0: just like prejudice beliefs about these things because it's not a normal type of relationship. Right 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 well I think we're So inundated with stories all the time Look for the red flags look for the red flags and of course You know when you hear somebody's incarcerated uh, That's unfortunately a major one You know so I think you're always Set up for that but they actually Michael and Alicia talk about this kind Of whole Facebook community this whole World that supports people who Are in relationships with people who are incarcerated Or coming out of those so they'll Get into that too I I can't wait to reveal It so that is coming up we Do want to thank our sponsor and to let you guys know that we are offering specials right now. We realize that it's a challenging time for businesses big and small. So AJ and I have opened up all of our social media. That's over 200,000 social media followers, about 100,000 nationwide and 100,000 local to the DC area. Also, we have 50,000 podcast downloads a month, thousands of views every week on our live show. If you're interested, packages start just at $75, 150 and 300. It's Sarah S A R A H At heyfrage.com So we do want to thank our latest sponsor Who has taken over this show we love Amanda Hodson so she Is an Oosborne book Distributor I had never discovered what Oosborne and Kane Miller are but Oosborne and Kane Miller books are the most Exciting engaging and educational books On the market today they're high quality Innovative lavishly Illustrated and best of all they are books Kids love to read you can Choose from 1800 bright Colorful and fun titles covering A wide variety of subjects And covering kids From itty bitty bitty Just toddlers All the way up Through elementary school More than 30 years ago Peter Usborne Pioneered a new generation Of books And boom The business was born Amanda Hudson Is our listener We hope you guys Will support her And buy these books Through her I was checking out The website And if I had kids already I would be purchasing They're they're great You can follow (laughs) Me Maybe I'll just buy them in advance You know Yes yes Stock up Uh, The books are all about Encouraging children to read And finding literacy Plus making it fun So if you have direct questions You can contact Amanda Her email for Oosborn Books Is Amanda A-M-A-N-D-A Hodson H-O-D-S-O-N O-6 At gmail.com AJ and I will be putting up Her direct link Where you can buy from her And you can follow her On Instagram Amanda.Hodson So thank you Oosborn Books For learning something Every day. Day, AJ. I had no idea they existed. We love our sponsors. Thank you guys so much. Guys are awesome. All right. So here they are. You're about to meet Alicia and Michael. Their love story started a little before Michael went to jail, but here's how it's all unfolding. this is so exciting, AJ I mean, love against all odds Oh my god, I love a juicy love story You know we love love on this show So today we have some special guests Alicia and Michael are with us Now, Alicia, we were, we were talking about this You were on the show with us Because actually Michael plays into this <laughs> Probably like two or three years ago, right? When, when you were working for a matchmaking service
2: yeah, that's right. I was a I was a matchmaker with three day rule.
0: which by the way, I, I still feel like you are a terrific matchmaker. So how why are you not in this business? I hope you're launching your own after
2: all this. Oh my gosh. I loved it. I loved meeting all the people. Um, I loved setting people up. At the end of the day, I'm not too much of a saleswoman. But I really liked the matching part. I just didn't like selling. Oh yeah, yeah. When so, it gets to
0: the part about you're supposed to pay me, you know what? I'll do
2: this for free. Yeah, no, that's not there a good there formula. Goes, there we go. <laughs> well, I love setting people. It's hard to sell love though. Like people get really offended if you set them up with the wrong person. So even Does if they're very... even if they're paying for a service, they get upset. Well, yeah, because like people have you know they have really they have certain ideas about themselves, and then like. You set them up With someone who's a dad Or who they think is a dad Then they're like Oh well what do you think of me You know It's very It's very delicate a Actually
0: lot of, I do have to say that yeah. I, I had a, a A girlfriend do It's just lunch And it was She was so upset All the time with With who they set her up with And I'm like Girl Like just go and enjoy it But she She took it very personally too So I could see that
2: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Okay. Well, we'll get into that because you know Michael was part of this, and then you totally blocked him <laughs> like until you, you know, <laughs> until you That's got
1: like it. one of my favorite parts of the story. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, you guys, we wanted to have you on Because we are we are totally fascinated And I think it was a couple months ago Alicia had messaged me um, and, and started to tell me about your love story And the reason that this has some twists and turns Is you all actually met back in 2013 Then fast forward, you guys never really date But Michael ends up having getting involved And, and wrapped up in this case Goes to jail for a period of time You guys reconnect while you're in locked up, Michael And then now we're in a pandemic and you all are trying to see if your love is going to make it Essentially living together after all this So kind of fill in the blanks for us guys of how your love story started
2: Yeah, so we met back in 2013 We were both working at Barcelona Wine Bar on 14th Street And I was uh, the hostess and Michael was the head bartender and um, he asked me out a couple of times He he wrote let's go out on a paper napkin And, and left it at the host <laughs> which, yeah, yeah, okay. at me. I mean
0: Michael that's hot Because let's be honest You guys are working at Barcelona Which is the hottest spot in all of DC Everybody that's good looking comes in there So the fact that you guys saw everyone coming in And thought now they've got nothing on this other person That's pretty impressive That you two are still like in love Yeah
3: yeah. It was, it was, it was a good time It was, it was a uh High volume place with a lot of good energy, but I I think Alicia outshined a lot of people that came there. So it was, it was a, it was a given that I would shoot for her. I think,
2: (laughs) and I always, I had just gotten so I, you know, I. I laughed him off, but the truth is, I had just gotten out of a long term relationship. So I wasn't really interested in dating anybody. Um, But I always adored Michael. Like, he just had the best energy and, like, his calm under pressure. Like, you've seen Barcelona on a Saturday night. Like, it's it's crazy. Yeah. So to be head bartender on a Saturday night and be dealing with all those different people and to be able to, like, keep a smile on your face and keep the place. You know going and everyone having a good time like I just always loved that about Michael and I loved his energy and his work ethic and um, And so yeah, the more we work together the more I really I really started to admire him
0: Love that And AJ jump in too, because I I, we both have a ton of questions, but so you you guys never actually officially date when you're working together Alicia you leave you go to be on uh, this reality show the one that got away um, Where you go back and try to find like your first love. I mean how insulting to poor michael i mean here he is like you know putting himself out there While she's looking for an old love that doesn't want her. i mean okay michael Anyway then you work for a three-day rule and you call michael to say to michael oh hey i want to Use you in the rotation of people but but you secretly never even put him in the rotation
2: Well, yeah, I I had to get, you know, attractive guys in my dating pool. That was, that's part of the, of my job. And so I was getting, you know, all the attractive guys in my database that I could think of that would be good to set up with someone. So I got Michael to meet me for coffee and I asked him all about, you know, what he was looking for and, and his preferences and his love life and his past experiences. And, um, we wrapped up the interview and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna be really jealous of actually another woman dating. So I put him in there, but I marked him as unavailable. And my coworkers were like, hey, can we set this guy up? And I was like, yeah, I don't know. I just don't think he's like in the right place right now. Like, let's try again in a few months. You know, just just put him on hold.
0: Michael, is any of this a red flag for you?
3: <laughs> well, I, I didn't know until after the fact. I, I just I just figured no one was interested. Because I, I didn't, I didn't get any hits. So
1: that's I what I was gonna know. say. I was like, you know, I would, I'd be like hitting
0: up Alicia, like, hey, uh, any, any uh, takers here? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah I not know. Not you poor guy, you must have been questioning yourself A stream, this woman had been rejecting you for years Then you go on a matchmaking site, for God's sake With desperate women, you can't even get a match there
3: Yeah, right, right okay. so,
0: Alright guys, when was it Okay, so 2017 2018, things that you guys Start to reconnect, however Michael, you're caught up in this situation You know, you get into some legal issues Were you advised by your attorney Essentially to take a plea deal, but you You know, you knew you were innocent, so you said no how did? How did it escalate to the point that you had to serve time
3: well i didn't i didn't fully under, understand the charges lodged against me and i just i just you know i just felt as if things were going to work out i didn't want to take a plea i didn't i didn't do it and then they just kept stacking charges on me then what what eventually happened was the, the charges that i didn't want to play out to weren't even a part of the uh final outcome so i um I held out for too long and in the original plea for a year, which I, I should have taken. I mean, I, I had an opportunity to take, let me put it this way. There was, there was a uh, plea on the table where there was no jail time. I wouldn't have served any jail time, but my then attorney didn't tell me about the plea. Oh. And I, I didn't learn about that, that plea until well after I switched to attorneys. And by that time, the only plea on the table was for two, two years or two and a half years. So I had to take that and, The judge gave me all that, and I I ended up serving um, 21 out of 30 months.
0: And, Michael, I know this case is, like, ongoing to some degree, so you can't comment on any, you know, everything. But can you give people a sense of what this was about? Because it sounded like it was a series of maybe threatening text messages involving somebody else that did something, you know, far worse. What can you tell people about how it kind of got to that point?
3: Yeah, I, I lost my cool one night, and I had a couple of drinks, and I sent out some uh, threatening text messages, and I, I didn't let it go. I should have just let the situation go, and I didn't. And then um, that's that's all. That's all it takes. It's, it's pretty much did I did I send out the text messages? I did, and I didn't have I didn't have a defense to it, and that's that's what it was. I should have just let it go. So I, I learned a lot um, from the situation.
0: So- when you so when did you actually have to start start serving time because before that you and Alicia had actually kind of connected but there was then a period of time where like Alicia couldn't get a hold of you didn't know what happened so when did then you when did that communication stop guys?
3: Uh, in July, in July we had we had spoken of uh, about a week before. Yeah, yeah. Alicia was out at, at a bar with uh, I, well, with one of my friends where well, she had ran into one of my friends who was the a bartender at a bar. And she had invited me. To uh, come join her? Did you invite me?
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah, but yeah, but but, I, <laughs> but I, I had turned it down. I was working out or something. I was doing something, and I, I just turned it down. But that was the last time that we had communicated. And then uh, I, I got arrested in uh, July, early July of uh, 2018. Okay. And uh, yeah.
2: Yeah, and so for my, you know, I kept texting him, and then he just kind of disappeared. And and at that time, I knew he had he had been thinking of moving away from DC, so. It struck me as odd that he wasn't replying, but I was kind of like, well, you know, maybe he's just like starting over or busy or whatever. And um, I didn't think about it too much, but then when a few months went by and he wasn't answering any of my messages, that's when I got a sense that something
0: was up. So then how do you all connect while Michael is serving time? How do you connect with him? And then you guys start writing these kind of beautiful letters. I mean, you become an advocate for him, Alicia. How did that start?
2: So I... I had the suspicion that something was up and I went down to the courthouse and I, uh, I looked him up and I, I got access to, you know, his sentencing documents. And I just, I remember this like gut punch when I realized that he had been incarcerated. And, um, you know, for me, it's just like this amazing man and someone who's been so important to me had just been taken out of my life and was being, you know, held at the jail and, and, um, it was just a really hard day Like I broke down in tears At the coffee shop While I was reading All these documents And so I just immediately Sent him a letter And um I kept it lighthearted. I, I said lucky for you I'm a narcissist And when a man Stops responding To my messages I assume he's either Dead or in jail So I found you
0: <laughs> Michael when you got That letter Were you thinking Oh god this bitch again Here it is She's never she's sent back. me up On a date I've asked her out A million times And now she's tracking me down I mean what did you th- What were you thinking When you got that first letter
3: I I mean, I was surprised. I was happy. I was happy. Uh, I was surprised uh, that she went through, made such an effort to uh, get in contact with me. Uh, But, you know, I started to think, you know, Alicia had always uh, uh, texted me every now and then and stayed in contact with me. But I'm kind of slow sometimes when it comes to figuring out if uh, somebody likes me. So uh, (laughs) I wasn't exactly sure. But when I received the letter, it it felt good. It felt good uh, to have somebody who... uh, didn't forget about me. Didn't just write me off, and I went through such uh, great lengths yeah. to make sure I was all right. And um, I was excited to talk to her again. I was I was a little uh, I was a little uh, uh, concerned about being um, I guess I don't know overzealous to to talk to her. So I kind of like played it cool. I would say.
0: Well, That's what I think is amazing about your story Like where you guys are because I think most People would would have given up Many times along the way you know what I mean Like you know you guys never kind of Really connected you were friendly Then you know to Alicia to take the Initiative to find out where he is and if he's Okay and then to write And you write back Michael I mean it just It's amazing because I think people don't I don't know they don't seem to put in that much effort And hard work for relationships now
2: You know Definitely not part of it i mean definitely like i i as terrible as it was it's kind of like the incarceration that brought us together because i think when when someone's taken away from you like that sometimes it just becomes crystal clear like how much you want or need that person in your life and so when michael was just Taken away from me. I, it was just the worst feeling and I was like, I I as long as I, I was just so relieved that he was alive First of all, and um, I was like, I'm never letting him go.
3: Yeah, it, it was it was nice in the sense that we um We were able to talk a lot and and uh, get to know each other and uh, You know get just get to uh, know what makes each other tick and, and find out about each other's past and you know The, the good times that uh, they you know how she grew up and her family and friends and everything so it uh,
2: there's nothing like a handwritten letter. Like that. <laughs> I mean, and even that, I'm like, would people take the time to write handwritten letters today? And you guys did that. Yeah. We have like a whole, I mean, all we, this is just like a fraction of just letters that I have from... Oh, oh my God. Have this that. is
1: like the notebook i was gonna say you know today we text over apps or we meet on tinder or bumble but we never really have the time to write handwritten letters so what else were you guys communicating you you, you would go
2: see him in jail you would write letters did you have mm-hmm. phone calls we did, we had uh, their 15 minute phone calls So oh my uh, woman cuts you off right at the end So you have 60 seconds remaining Yeah I hate that <laughs> yeah. So, um, But yeah, we talked two or three times a day Except when they go on lockdown When they go on lockdown, you just have no co- So occasionally we'd have two weeks at a time With just no communication apart from letters
0: Oh my, and Michael, what would prompt lockdown in jail? Just someone, uh, whatever, like a fight or something happened Then everyone's in lockdown?
3: Yeah, it would be that or it would just be like some type of annual a lockdown just to uh just to shake things up. They would just do it for the slight fraction that, you know, something could have happened on the other side of the jail that had nothing to do with your unit and they would just lock you down and shake you down and just just to just to keep you keep you off balance, I, I really
0: think, you know. Talk to us about what your family and friends said because Michael I know you had shared with us that you really weren't looking for a relationship while you were in jail you didn't feel like you know maybe Alicia would be interested or anyone would be interested and of course you you just dealt with a very you know stressful trial and all of that so how did you guys start telling people about your relationship and what was your friends and family reaction and tell them the Sarah Fraser show sent you. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it up into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand-new and delicious you Natural conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy-flavored... Frasier 20. That's F-R-A-S-E-R. The number's two, zero. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delaney Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of
2: Well, <laughs> some of my friends immediately saw they saw how excited I was when I got his first letter. And I was just like, oh no, 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 you know, it's it's not that we're just friends. And they're like, uh-huh. They saw that I was <laughs> <laughs> really um, And I would say my friends who knew Michael um were immediately supportive off the bat. My friends who didn't know Michael, um It was interesting. It was an opportunity for me to really deepen my friendships because, you know, I had to have a lot of hard conversations, right? And like, I think when you have a friend who really does love you and care about you, they are going to ask you some hard questions and ask, you know, why? What happened, you know, how are you going to confront life after this? Like, are you thinking of the future? Or are you thinking of um just all the implications of of incarceration? And um and so I had a lot of tough conversations with um with my friends, but at the end of the day, they all came around. And something that I really learned from the experience too is that um people tend to like speak from their own shame, right? So wow. it learned to to not the words that people were saying, but what from their experience was coloring that opinion or coloring those words. So, um, you know, I might get a really harsh critique from someone who was struggling with their own love life and they were speaking more out of jealousy for me being so happy and having this romantic connection. Or, you know, one of my friends admitted to me, he was like, you know, I think I just wasted so much time waiting for girls. And so I'm criticizing you for putting aside a year of your life. Um, Or another girlfriend criticized me and then she admitted, well, you know, my cousin was incarcerated for 20 years and that had had a huge impact on her family. So there's usually something that's inspiring someone to, um, to be critical.
0: Michael what is your take on this because you know you know you yes you know you made some mistakes or whatever but you also you know weren't really told the plea deal you could have taken now you're in jail now you have that stigma about you like what do you how do you what do you say to people because i I think it's so great that you guys are brave to put it out there and you're a person it's like any of us can make a mistake so how did you feel when like her friends were some were supportive some weren't
3: I, I felt as if it, it was it was good to have uh it was it was healthy to have pushback from her friends and i was i was happy they were they were offering that and it was it was expected you know so i try not to let the predictable upset me um i, I mean i i was happy that she was willing to be in a relationship with me but at the same time i was concerned uh, that it would work and i didn't really do i didn't want her to you know i'm not gonna say waste her life but you know, I was I was in such a mercurial position. I wasn't sure what the future held and everything, so I didn't want I didn't want her waiting for me. If if you know, jail is one of those places where anything could happen. You could run your time up just like that, you know. And I was I was concerned that was gonna, that was going to occur. And um, you know, I was looking at like an April release date, uh, April of 2020 release date. But you know, my max date would have been uh, December of 2020. So it was just I was concerned that it, it was just going to drag on. I was concerned that she was gonna wait on me and maybe like when I got out mentally, I wouldn't be yeah for relationship, That was my concern
0: I was going to say, you know, now guys, fast forward You know, Michael, you got early release because of COVID-19 um, mm-hmm. You know, you two have been uh, and are continuing to be vocal About the conditions in D.C. jail during COVID-19 Michael and Alicia, you both said that, you know, the jail didn't take it seriously um, You all, Michael, you actually said that you thought prisoners should have been in lockdown To prevent them from getting sick, which didn't happen, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. See, my, my position is, I mean, lockdowns suck, don't get me wrong, but it for the slightest infraction, they would lock us down for weeks or a month or, or more uh, if it came down to a fight or contraband being found. But when it came down to our health and our well-being and stopping the spread of a potentially lethal disease, they didn't do anything. I, I literally spoke to the deputy warden about uh, the influx of uh, people uh, that were coming to the block I was on. And, uh, you know, I asked her, you know, could you quarantine people? Or, or a slow slowdown an influx, and she just flat out said, "No, we're not going to do that. Uh, we're not going to stop transferring inmates between units. Uh, there's no reason to do that. Medical hasn't given us a reason to do that." And that was pretty much that was the end of March. That was like April 1st, uh, and um, and she was still just they were just oblivious. It was just blatant neglect and, and, and indifference to the uh, situation at hand. And they never told us anything. Like if had you not had access to a television to know. To watch the news, you wouldn't have known that there was a coronavirus. You wouldn't have known anything.
2: That's, isn't that unreal? That's unreal to me. I don't understand. Well, they had people who were sick being forced to report to work in the kitchen. Because if you don't report to work, then you, you know, then you get sent to the hole or like solitary confinement, essentially. So you have every disincentive to pretend you're healthy. So they had people coughing in the kitchen. Um, you know, sick on the block and they were just transferring people from one block to the other. So they, I mean, the ACLU ended up suing the city and the Department yes. of Parliament. Or deliberate indifference
0: Guys, I have two more questions for you One is, so you get out Now you are living together in a pandemic Which obviously under different circumstances You guys, you know, Michael, you would have gotten out Then you would have gotten your own place You guys would have dated But now you all have this beautiful love story via letters You've been living together almost a week How is it going? I mean, that's a huge adjustment (laughs) Ah! Technically, you're still locked in the house, though. So, yeah. Like, yes! Once got lifted, what yes, happened? I like- know! <laughs> hey, at least one he can have sex with. I mean, this
2: is way better. Yeah, anyway. yeah. I was oh. rubbing his back the other night, and he was like, oh, my celly didn't do it like that. <laughs> Hopefully, the sex is hot now. All right. <laughs> no, it's going pretty well. It's going pretty well. Yeah. I think we we communicate well. Yeah. 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 We've... um no we're we're doing all
3: right, well we yeah, I mean yeah, I mean all all things considered you know it's it's had there not been the, the covid nineteen lockdown and everything coming out would have been a lot more stressful because i I would have had a lot more pressure on me to go out and and get a job and produce and 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 do all these things with the world just going a million miles an hour, and um instead, you know we' just we, we i get to be you know locked in uh with a beautiful woman and we watch t v and you know, champagne and and, and, <laughs> hey. and just you know, do and just hang out. You know, so I mean, it's it's good to be out and and I mean, it, there is some stress behind, like you know, what what's the future going to look like. But at the same time, there's nothing I can do about it, so it, I can just let go. You know,
2: it's so a nice time to transition.
1: That's so true and But you made a lot of future plans You talked about going to restaurants And when the yeah. city opens back up And traveling You guys need to go to Barcelona Like the real Barcelona. the real Barcelona Yeah,
3: yeah, absolutely Absolutely That's that's on our list That's definitely on our list
0: Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm still stuck on your hot sex life now, so I, don't know, I don't know
1: why Are you had- using like, you know Handcuffs? Like, are we getting into it? Right. Is that how, the character? That's probably not attractive to you, right?
0: To yet, but <laughs> that's actually bringing back memories. That's probably you no. You're like when Alicia brings out the handcuffs, you're like, no, no, I'm good, I'm good.
3: <laughs> no, I'm mean, no, um, You could use a uh, a tie or a belt you know, for uh, in place of the handcuffs. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> You guys are a hot couple. You guys are hot. And that's what I mean, Oprah always said the hottest guys are in jail. And you are smoking hot. You two are a beautiful couple. Guys, what do you say to other people? Because there is still a stigma. I mean, AJ and I were talking about how brave you two are. Because I think when people immediately hear that, they think, oh my God, you know, who what are what were Michael's past problems? What do you guys say to somebody right now, a woman, a man who's taking a risk, who is maybe in love with someone that's locked up, that is then wants to be with them when they get out what do you guys get for advice
2: oh my gosh i mean i'm not gonna lie like it's it's incarceration is hard right so if someone is thinking of entering into a relationship with someone who is in jail um you know take it slow make sure that you really get to know that person because i'm lucky that mike I knew each other before his incarceration so that makes it easier um but those situations inside are so desperate that unfortunately you do have some situations where, you know, women create these fantasies in their mind and then they're not prepared for the psychological fallout when the guy gets out, or maybe he's someone that he, you know, said he, he's not who he said he was. Um, but then other times you have beautiful love stories that do come out of incarceration. I mean, I think so many of us have made mistakes in our lives and some yes. of us are just enough to have not gotten caught for it or to have the, Privilege to um to just not interact with the criminal justice system at all. So you do have some really Beautiful people in there who um, you know Never had a chance from the start or who just happen to find themselves at the wrong place at the wrong time and and um, and who are deeper Human beings because of it. I think because of all that they've had to endure so ah,
0: uh, michael, what do you say? I-, I just love hearing you guys talk about it
3: Yeah, uh, it, it can definitely be difficult. Um, it depends on how committed uh, both people are and how genuine how sincere they are about the issue at hand like at least she did a fantastic job of being supportive she was uh she was she was she was wonderful is wonderful like she was uh, such a cheerleader throughout everything so, uh whenever i was feeling bad or down about something um she would always reassure me and um she was steadfast in her conviction of our relationship of, of defending me and of being and she was very supportive um that i think is what was instrumental in the success of the relationship
0: yeah.
3: uh because um no i'm not gonna lie there were times where i was just like man this is silly what am i doing you know um but uh she just she made sure that i knew that i was uh, a, a, a an important part of her life and uh there are a lot of uh, good guys in jail i know i know it's kind of like a is kind of paradoxical sounding but there are a lot of good guys in jail but you know the you still have to be careful because a lot of guys are dealing with um, their own demons, you know, their own uh, drug addictions or or past abuse, mental stuff.
0: health, and yeah, yeah I after. bet, I bet. Yeah,
3: so, so there's a, there's a lot of that, but you know, mm-hmm. it, it, it it was difficult. It, the hardest part would be for me as, would be after a visit or uh, or a phone call, a really good phone call or a visit, and I realize how much longer I have to go before mm-hmm. I can be with her. And how, how that I'm locked up, you know, it was just, it was just like a slap in the face. Like I'm I'm still here. Oh my God.
2: Those post visit blues are real. Like when you have that visit, you're on such a high and you get to like brush pinkies and just sit across the table from one another. And then the hour is up and you have to go and the guards are yelling at you to get out. And, um, I would go through so many just emotional ups and downs, and they, they there's a term for it. They call it the post visit blues when you're just really in this um, in this funk, realizing how much longer you have to go and the reality of the situation.
3: Yeah, Alicia, Alicia would send me books. Uh, wow. She she uh, she uh, became a member of a uh, a Facebook group for uh, women who are who date incarcerated individuals. Like she, I love it. She did a lot. She did a lot to to show me that she was committed to us and it is very touching. It's very humbling. Everything she's done is, is extremely, I don't feel like I'm worthy of everything that she's done, you know?
0: Oh well you definitely so Are sweet. you provide so much Love for her too I mean You guys are a team and This is exciting to to See like how it's gonna Go so we we want to Continue to check in With you guys every Couple weeks because I Just think you know to Be everything you've Gone through I'm sure Every week you're gonna Be unpacking different Emotions and working Together so we'd love to Check back in with you Guys in a couple weeks See how things are Going um, I'm sure we'll Get other questions and So hopefully you guys Are open to those and um, Yeah I mean Alicia tell Us because I, I Know people are going to ask what's the Facebook group
2: So the, It's I run by a nonprofit. Ask. Yeah it's run by a nonprofit, which is incredible Called Strong Prison Wives and Families Okay and, um, The Facebook group itself for any women Who do find themselves in that situation It's Invisible Shackles it's a private group They do screen you to make sure that you are Actually in a relationship with someone who's Incarcerated um, and it's Run by this woman Roe Clausen Who is married to a man serving 213 years um, for a series of crimes in which no one was hurt of, you know, armed robberies. And um, he was sentenced under mandatory minimum federal laws that have since been changed from with the First Step Act, but that have not been made, those changes have not been made retroactive. So where he's sentenced today, he would have gotten like 12 years and he's been in there over 20. So she runs that group and she holds these women down and she really gives a lot of like emotional Support and coaching to women who happen to find themselves in the same situation. I mean, um, so she's been an incredible inspiration to me.
0: This sounds batshit crazy, but let's call Kim K. Let's get Kim Kardashian. <laughs> that woman needs Kim K. Anyway, <laughs> he met Kim Kardashian. You did when she was in DC. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. yeah. She, um, I yeah, I left that part. I, I was, uh, while I was in, I was attending, uh, some classes through Georgetown. Georgetown had this program called the Prison Scholars Program, and, uh, you know Georgetown's big on prison reform and and whatnot, and uh, so uh, every Tuesday we would have these uh, uh, guest lecture series, and we would have uh, you know Michael Eric Dyson came once. Yes, uh,
0: he's amazing. Pre- former
3: presidential candidates had came, like, a bunch of some good people had, had shown up. Uh, this time in particular, Kim Kardashian came with her whole film crew. Uh, she was doing a, a documentary for her new, her, her new documentary. Yep. And uh, so she she pretty much uh, listened to. Uh, all the residents there talk about uh, what was needed in jail for uh, a change. And everybody spoke about, you know, what what their feelings about it were. And pretty much everybody agreed that education needed to be a part of incarceration and not just simply being warehoused, which is the problem. But, yeah, but uh, Kim Kim was there. in a uh, very nice girl. Very nice girl. Really?
0: You were impressed? Did you think it was sincere and, and what she was doing, you know, will have yeah. a positive impact? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think... I think it's good to have some celebrity behind it. Um, yeah, he offers that. And w- the interesting thing that was brought up was that what she was doing in relation to her, what she was doing and how it contrasted what you would think her position would be on crime, considering that she was a victim of an armed robbery herself when she was in Europe, Yeah, she would, she would be, you know, tough on, tough on crime and, you know, keep them in there forever and give him bread and water because No, she was like uh
0: yeah she could have been killed yeah yeah that was so that was such a scary experience
3: yeah but yeah yeah she was she was uh definitely you could tell she was sincere in her uh efforts
0: god you guys this is a fascinating story so we we can't wait to check in with you in a couple weeks thank you for being open and you know being brave to come on the show and, and we can't wait to find out updates
2: of following oh, up. Chris, thank you
0: so much for having us. You guys are great. Nice to meet
3: Alicia, you. Guys. Michael, yes. enjoy the day. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Right, take care. See ya. Nice Bye.